everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Evelyn, and today I'm going to be talking to you about things in life that look one way but ended end up being another, and uh, teaching you lessons that you didn't see coming, and riding the roller coaster a little bit of situations that you just knew that you were prepared for the way that they were going to go and them go in another direction. I have a listing here of items that I want to talk about. Um, Not specific cases per se. Just going to kind of ride the wave with this one and talk about, you know, life is so unpredictable. Even if you've had a million years worth of lessons in something, you can turn around and be shocked. Just when you think that you have seen everything or you felt everything, you will feel something different and not be able to explain why or where it came from. You'll learn new lessons or somebody will, um, you know, make you turn around and start questioning something that you believed for such a long time. And that's what is crazy about um, living, living your life above anything negative that tries to take you down, right? I talk very often in this podcast about dealing with your emotions, dealing with your anger, dealing with your confusion about things. And when you're happy and you're thinking positive thoughts, kind of putting a boundary around it so that you're not so happy that it takes you to another place, feeling the disappointment that comes from defeat so much harder than you usually would have you not stay in this even keel mentality that we all try to juggle every day. And that's part of the delusion in things, right? So I have felt this many times in my own life. And in trying to find the different areas in my mental compartments of where I'm trying to be my best self, I thought that this episode was definitely worth dedicating to these surprises that you find in life because As a human being, once you have practiced for a long time a certain field or art or a personality trait, or you've surrounded yourself with the same people for a number of weeks, months, years, you start to feel the ego inside start to predict on reactions or how life is going to come into play with those personality types. And sometimes... You just have to sit down and and have an aha moment uh, that it's not always going to be what you think it is and where the hidden lessons are in those situations. Now, to put it in a little bit more perspective and make a little bit more sense, um, you know, in conversations with people, um, you might have the same conversation every day type of conversation psychologically with someone and then... You know, them have something go on in their lives and bring it to the surface and talk to you about it and it make you feel a different way that you've never felt before. And maybe it's an angry feeling, uh, you know, maybe something that they never uh, meant to offend you by has all of a sudden offended you. Or perhaps uh, something that they, or, you know, a situation uh, would have never made you feel surprised or excited has now sparked this magnificent energy in you that you can't even explain that has you uh, really thinking of something on rotation and uh, trying to process where it came from and uh, what things in life are ahead. You know, 
It's crazy because there are times where you feel like every minute ticks by, like uh, an hourglass, and that it's only a matter of time before that hourglass runs out. And, you know, then there are times where things are going by so fast that you can't grasp how, uh, you know, time is passing, how age is ripening and, you know, becoming, you know, a layered onion that in order to figure out things for yourself, you've got to peel that onion and get to the heart of what makes you do certain things and act the way that you do. And it's all about self-discovery and finding out the basis of what makes you like the things that you like and do the things that you do. But understanding that those things are going to change and not expecting perfection from everything uh, helps a lot to kind of restrain uh, the boundaries of letting yourself go down a, a spiral of surprises in your life. You just kind of find that that medium area. And again, I'm not a healthcare professional of any kind, and I am just a regular person um, who actually uh, has professions in things outside of this podcast that have nothing to do with uh, our subject matter, but that's what makes it amazing, is that I'm on this journey, and it's a journey of self-discovery and trying to be my best self, and these are hiccups that I find along the way that I feel beneficial to share because I'm trying to make a difference in not only the life that I I lead, I love my life, but I want to make the best out of it. And I want to take others with me on the journey. I say all the time and I'll say again, if I can change one person's life or mindset by having this podcast, then I have done so much. I have done everything. It's worth every moment that I've spent researching these items. And I think that this is definitely a worthy subject to talk about. There have been so many times in my life that I was sure I knew what was going to happen. I knew what the future was going to entail, or at least an outline of the future. And then I have been hit by something emotional or life-changing. You know, we've all been through a pandemic at this point, which was kind of the rug pulled out from all of us and not knowing exactly where to go from there or how to deal with what hands those were going to be giving to us. And it's going to take several years for a lot of us to get over the impact of something that is so jarring and unexpected and some of the things we've seen and experienced in that time frame and that's just one of of many things that can be uh you know jaunting and put you on that roller coaster and make you think about life in a different way uh kind of take a perspective where you are understanding people different and like i said earlier either you're understanding them in a way where you're feeling what they're feeling as they're talking to you and you're recognizing more of their soul than their outer body Uh, or you're maybe listening to people a little bit more than you used to perhaps stuff is happening to you in your own life and that's all you can think about right now and that's okay 
but knowing how to deal with these, uh, you know, red flags is some of the greatest advice that anybody could get, including myself. And, you know, that involves the messengers that I have talked about in previous podcasts that you run into along the way that you don't see coming, but it's worth listening to. And sometimes I even will sit back and wonder if that person was sent from above. Like, I, 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 I can't believe it when someone... Um, you know, engages in such a deep conversation with me on such a random level. And then I sit back and I think to myself, you know, was that an answer? Was that something that I, I, you know, I didn't plan for that I can take those tools with me and I can use them in the future. So a couple minutes here and we're going to go to break. And then we come back I am going to be talking to you about some of the ways that I have put on my to-do list to try to be more mindful of these situations and how life can be unexpected and how do you prepare for that and how do you talk to people about what's going on in their life if they're asking for your advice uh, and, you know, kind of help them ride the roller coaster if you're surrounded by people that you love that are riding it and, you know, living it. And, you know, one day you could be perfectly healthy and the next day you could not be. And it's, it's one of the many things that could change. You could have a great job today. You could not have one tomorrow. You know, the people around you are here and, and, you know, it's, it's crazy about time is that uh, once you get to a certain age, you think that you know everything that's going to happen, when it's going to happen, but it's basically an outline. And that adjusting to the energies in those moments is the key. I'll be back in just a moment and we will be talking about some of the keys that I have wrote down that I'm going to be practicing in the next couple months uh, just to see if they make a sincere difference in energy that I'm carrying around with me and saying is stable and I hope that they're able to help you too. I'll be back in a moment. Thank you everybody for holding on and staying with me. I am going to continue by talking about a couple ways that you can adjust your thinking uh, so that you can be prepared for anything that comes across your path. I know that, you know, you could be having a wonderful day and one person say something to you or one thing be missing and it freak you out. It be something that kind of takes you off the deep end. So it can go anywhere from something very small to something very large uh, and in either one, depending on where you're at in your thought process and where you're at in your life, it's going to be completely jarring to you. So I'm human. I wrote down things that are going to be helping me and um, I hope that they're able to help you too. One of the first things that I wrote down is uh, trying to remember to breathe. I have anxiety all the time, mostly. Uh, I hold it together really well, and a lot of people don't even know when I'm having it, to be honest. I I get around 
certain people and inside my heart beats really fast and my palms start to sweat and I uh, start thinking that everything that's coming out of my mouth uh, could be said better or I could have had a better point. A lot of times, especially in times of confrontation, I will uh, you know, have the moments that we all have and then I will be driving home or I'll be in the shower or I'll be laying in bed uh, trying to go to sleep and I will think of things that I should have said, things that I could have done to help, things that I could have done to shine a light on something that I've been familiar with that um, could have expedited the situation in a more favorable manner. And I, you know, I tend to miss those moments uh, because I'm not taking a second and stepping back and breathing. I uh, don't know if a lot of people uh, experience that level, but I have, you know, what I found with age, a lot of people have anxiety and I uh, handle it different when I'm by myself than when I'm around people. But obviously if I'm in a very uh, you know, intense conversation, or if it's something that I'm really looking forward to, and I want to make sure that with the time that I'm given, I'm utilizing it to the best of my ability, that my brain is just kind of hard on myself, telling myself, you know, make sure you do this, make sure you say this, make sure this makes sense, make sure that you're getting through, make sure that your your point is across and it's clear, Uh, And I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people where I'm trying to convey something that's hard to explain. So, uh, you know, that's probably one of the main reasons for that. But, uh, you know, outside of that, even if I'm having a regular conversation with somebody, if I'm trying to show how passionate I am about something, it always tends to make me nervous. And, you know, the more comfortable that I'm around with somebody, the more I remember to breathe and let go. Let go of the fear and anxiety of judgments uh, that I'm respected by the person or people that I'm talking to. And that gives me encouragement to be more confident in what I'm talking about. I've, I've kind of covered this before. Uh, as I've been told in the past, and it was some of the greatest lessons that I've ever been given um, by one of my old bosses. And he said to me, as long as you know what you're talking about, then, you know, the confidence will shine through on its own. You don't even really have to put that much emphasis on it or put that much pressure on sounding confident because you're knowledgeable of the stuff that you're saying or you're passionate about it. And that's the truth. If there's something that I don't know about and I'm trying to talk about it, I stutter a little bit. I am looking around, just not trying to make as much eye contact. I am voice shaken, palm sweat. I mean, my palms sweat anyway. Even if I'm killing it, my palms are sweaty. If I'm sitting alone and I'm doing a lot of work and I'm excited, I'm incredibly caffeinated. Uh, Those of you who know me know that I love coffee. I can't live without it. I don't feel like I can live without it. Um, My palms are always sweaty, which is kind of a curse. Always been that way. I remember being in church and being like, oh, I'm dreading shaking their hands. Because I knew that my, you know, and it's just because my, my mind is always thinking about so many things. Most of the time, my mind is thinking about the other person. 
How are they hearing what I'm saying? How are they feeling about what I'm saying? Are they connecting with me on the, you know, conversation that I'm having? Or are they blowing me off on autopilot and they're just saying yes or they're just saying no? But in a casual setting, that's why I think that I can let myself go. I can, I'm breathing normally. My palms aren't really sweaty. I am laughing and telling stories and things like that. And so I need to make an effort to revert a little bit more of that energy back. Uh, Just because not all of the conversations that you have are going to be winners. They're not always going to be the greatest conversations that you've ever had. And, you know, the mile markers of a lifetime. It's just going to... Uh, past like anything else and uh, I bet you that going forward the conversations will be of more uh, quality and you for yourself will will take those moments and remember that everything that you followed was the best way that you could have followed it at the time and everything that you took in as a sponge of life everything that you took in as far as lessons or, or anything I have had conversations with people where I didn't even see it coming. And we ended up having such a inspiring conversation uh, that I thought about it for days afterwards. And they weren't even trying. They weren't even putting any emphasis on it. But I just, I find some of that information so fantastic. And I know that because those people have had an impact on me that I have the ability to have that impact on others. And I try to exercise that in every single role of my life. But remembering to do so involves... Uh, just remembering to breathe. The will to be better is another thing I listed out because uh, it's really easy to get stuck in the cycle of just doing okay. And that comes from a place of anxiety too. Um, You know, you don't want to put yourself out there for risks because you take the very big chance that you're going to fall. And if you fall, it doesn't feel good for anybody. That's why. Um, it's harder to get back up and this includes falling off the wagon and you know everything like that you've got to have the will to be better Uh, the will to be better is going to help you so that if something comes along and you're not able I remember before I had my weight loss surgery I had gone to a nutritionist who told me to start journaling my food Uh, I was so excited I, I bought this beautiful journal and I started journaling everything that I was eating and I was so excited and then I um, started getting all these chills and everything I probably talked about it in my first season and it turned out to be diverticulitis and here I had been tracking uh, that I was eating seeds and nuts and peelings and and all these things that you're not supposed to eat whenever you have diverticulitis but when you're dieting they're great for you if you're normal uh, and, and you have a regular digestive system And so immediately my brain connected, I'm journaling and it it motivated me to, you know, pay more attention to what I'm eating. And I went straight for the things that ruined my intestines. You know, even though one has nothing to do with the other, I needed something to blame and I blamed journaling my food. And I know that that probably sounds ridiculous, but when you have an addiction to food like I have, You look for reasons to make things okay whenever you fall off the wagon. And then you kind of play in those reasons as justifications for not getting back on it. So those were my reasonings for that. And that is exactly why 
It's a delusion that those things were not connected. It is a mirage. It's not, uh, it, it's not something that is real. It's something that has nothing to do with the other. Fact of the matter in that situation is I have diverticulitis that I did not know about and I just happened to be journaling my food and that the reality and the answer to all of that, and I know that after years of self-reflection, is that I just needed to change my eating habits and then write down those new habits that were conducive to the diet that I had to follow regarding my diverticulitis. It sucks too, because everybody is always like, oh, just grab a handful of nuts or, you know, oh, you've got to do this protein is amazing. Just go ahead and, you know, do this or that, or, oh, this is a great dessert and it's got nuts all over it. And, you know, and I can't do that. And a lot of the connections that I made when I had my bariatric surgery, uh, were people that were like, oh, I do great. I just grab a quick Slim Jim. Meanwhile, the, the peeling from a Slim Jim, I love it. Okay. But it'll send me into a flare-up faster than you can say flare-up. So, like, I have to be incredibly mindful of those things, but I have to realize that my diverticulitis is happening to me because of my, my, my body and the way that my body's designed. It has nothing to do with journaling my food. Uh, and that's, that's all part of the blame game and the roller coaster of emotion that you feel when you're, you're, you're taking part in some of these delusional aspects understand that you can't control the world and this is another thing that I, I I try not to get disappointed um because I have such high expectations I've said before in this podcast that I see the beauty in everybody and I see the beautiful parts of everything and I have such a gratitude and appreciation for every minuscule amount of uh, you know, knowledge and lessons that I can get out of life. But the reality of things is nobody, is, nobody, including myself, is perfect. And people do have moments where uh, they're not going to make the best decisions. They're not going to follow the right road. It's part of their path and it's part of their chapters that make their book. And I always tell people whenever they come to me upset about something that it's already been written, it's already been laid out, and that this might be the close of one of the chapters in their book, and that just ride the wave, because it's only a matter of time before a new chapter begins. Beginning that new chapter is something that is so enlightening for so many people, and when it happens, I get so many people that thank me for reminding them that these bad things happen for a reason, and without those bad things, you wouldn't appreciate the good days so much better. And you know, putting a standard on things is not a terrible thing. You just have to remember to lower that standard in certain circumstances so that you can keep up with the realism of life and how we're not always going to be 100%. We're not always going to hit perfection every time or anything even close sometimes. And living life and adjusting to those imperfections is a skill in its own right and something to definitely give more thought to. At least it's on my list for me to do so. Within you lies the ability to turn certain situations from bad to good. A lot of times when people are shocked by the outcome of something, they tend to throw in the towel. 
hang up the gloves, say, I've tried this and I'm done with it. And a lot of the time within you, there is the knowledge and the strength and the courage and bravery to figure out a different way to make it happen. Sometimes you'll find that there are different tools that you haven't used in a while that you wouldn't think would help one person that could help another. And in doing that, you know, you're just jarred by some news per se, and you are ready to leave it. You're ready to walk on and, you know, choose something different, right? Life is, life is a big, full bucket of options. You have so many things that you can choose from, right? But what would happen if you changed that actual thing at its core? What would happen if you blew the dust off of some of those tools and you rectified a situation for what it was at the time it happened? Something to think about and something that I am never short on experiences. I always am inviting new experiences into my life. I think that it is the way to live life. Just me personally, I I find... Uh, energetic charisma in everything that happens, good or bad. It's um, signs that are teaching me lessons constantly. And it's not just textbook stuff. It is real life things that sometimes don't make any sense until they happen to you. And knowing that you have the ability to turn those situations around because of what lies inside of you is a confidence that a lot of people don't realize they have until they reach within and they find it and utilize it for the greater good. And something I've also mentioned in this podcast before is the uh, energy that, that you place out there is so contagious to other people. And while they don't seem like they need it, it's amazing how much they do and what an impact you have just by being yourself and sharing yourself with them. Uh, and how that will affect them for a really, really long time afterwards, if not forever. You know, I, I remember my mom worked in uh, like an old folks, like she would go to people's houses and take care of them when they were elderly uh, when I was growing up. And I remember having conversations really, really young with some of the people who were near death. And a lot of them would talk about utilizing their strengths and utilizing uh, the lessons that they'd learned in life. One of the, the last things that they would say uh, is that they wished that they would have shared some of the information that they had learned over the course of their life with other people to make a positive change. And that stuck with me. Uh, that was probably 30 years ago. And I never forgot it. I never forgot who said it to me. I never forgot what stage of life they were in. And um, who knows? It might have been a sign. It might have been uh, something that was meant to change me. It might have been something that I was meant to remember so I could share it with all of you. But I need to be more mindful of it because there are so many things that I would love to change for the better. And if I'm ever able to do so, I want to make sure that I'm exercising that right. Believe that life's downs will help you uh, stay up longer. It's it's also something that I, I don't put a lot of focus on. I, I should put more focus on it. There are times where I try to do something and I don't succeed. And, you know, nature of life, like the theme of this delusional episode is. Um, and 
when you don't succeed, uh, you, you find a really hard time finding what the meaning in, in it is. Why did this happen? Why did this happen to me? Why is, you know, what's the lesson behind this? What am I supposed to learn from this? And a lot of people kind of veer away from religion when bad things happen that are unexplainable and, and incurable, whether it be a disease or a situation or the ending of something really wonderful or beautiful. Uh, and they, they play the blame game. They're saying, you know, if, if life is supposed to be so beautiful and full of, you know, such wonderful moments, then why is this happening to me? I'm guilty of that. Whenever I lost my dad, uh, whenever, um, I've had different relationships end or whenever I was closing, you know, a chapter of my life. Speaking of chapters, it's always this thought that I have, like if life is supposed to be so perfect and and so awesome and so good, then why is this happening to me right now? But nine times out of 10, I get the answer that I'm looking for. At some point, someone somewhere will come to me or a sign will come to me and I will know in my heart that is the reason why all of this happened and it's going to be okay. And I think that's a really important thing to understand too, is that regardless of anything that happens, everything is going to be okay because it's part of your journey. It's part of what makes you you. And, you know, having the ability to go out there and have an effect on people is um, something that a lot of people don't do that kind of just stay out of the limelight and that's okay. But if uh, you have the kind of platform to do so, then definitely uh, share your gifts. So I'm going to close up by talking about only you having the power to change you. This is something, again, that I have to remind myself all the time. I tend to lean on uh, different influences, whether it be dieting magazines or entrepreneur magazines, uh, looking up articles on investments, talking to financial analysts, uh, living life uh, for other people and less for myself. These are things that I'm working on. I've had a lot of amazing progress this year with it and I have stayed motivated through it all uh, to focus in on what really matters and not let other things sway me in a direction that will take me to a place that I think is one way, but it's really not. And that's keeping me rooted in reality, which is something that I learned watching um, this uh, anchor on WFLA. Uh, He talks about uh, keeping uh, situations in life rooted in reality, and I I love that. I think that it's so true, uh, is that, you know, I've already talked about in this podcast several times, I have a a wild, amazing imagination, and I think that it is what makes me as successful as what I am, uh, or or what I'd like to think that I am, Um, but... Uh, I also have to stabilize it at some point and root things in reality. And that's because uh, I will let my imagination go out of control and that sets myself up for disappointment sometimes, Uh, thinking that I've got all the answers to different things or the feelings that I have are uh, legitimate and um, very straightforward. And then I find out that they're not and I feel this huge... uh, weight of disappointment, uh, whether it be my diet or my work relationships or my personal relationships, 
uh, and I have to keep myself grounded in that regard. And so that is how I'm going to close this up. Just um, some things to keep in mind that will keep you as well-rounded as possible and keep you happier and in a more positive mindset because that's what this is all about is recognizing your life and how it rises up over the matter no matter what that matter may be and there's all different kinds of roadblocks and hurdles that we're going to jump through together that we've been jumping through together over the course of the last year and we're reaching in we're reaching in to the pits of our soul and trying to find ways that we can be the best selves that we can be and uh, it's been quite the journey for me so far and I'm really excited to hear your feedback and I'm hoping that uh, what I've been sharing with you has as much impact on you as it has on me. I um, am going to close up now and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening.